When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's your girl Claudia Jordan and we are back with another episode of TGIF with two of the most fabulous men in the entertainment industry. Tonight we're spilling the tea and breaking down some of the biggest headlines in the news and social media. Get ready to sit back, relax, grab yourself a drink because it's time to pour night tea. Uh, real quick, Gary with the tea is not with us tonight and he sends his love. He said he misses you both and... Um, Stay tuned. You never, you never know. Oh, he Gary, loves you. Please, we, we definitely miss him, and the fans miss him as well. He's um uh, in Texas visiting his family and poor author. So yeah, <laughs> please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host Funky Dineva. Are you not gonna do it? <laughs> I did it. <laughs> and brand strategist Al Reynolds. Ooh. Yeah, you need something. Um, I will say there was some t- some shade in the comments. They were like they they catch everything. They said last time you had brand ambassador, now you got brand strategist. They said how y'all gonna keep on changing his title every single goddamn week? What exactly what it does he do? So we are gonna let you answer that when you feel like it. What? All right, sounds good. Next, what do? You- no, oh, oh, you mean what I do as a brand strategist? What I do as a brand strategist? Well, you know, for my full time job that I've been doing now over fifteen years is I do corporate strategy. So instead of confuse people, I have worked with brands. I've worked with Gantt. I used to be a brand strategist for Gantt. Um, I've worked for SiriusXM. I've worked for many entertainment brands and doing strategy work for them, depending on what it is that they're trying to accomplish um, with their company goals. So brand strategist, corporate strategist, former banker, former professor. I do it all. I wear many hats. I got many degrees. Come on, what you want me to be? Oh, okay. Well, what's everybody a good dancer. Dance up for money, do what you want. <laughs> you know, Lasso, Lasso Q, you was throwing a little sun, some energy at Al. What was that? You because in the beginning Uh-oh. you said you didn't want his potato salad colored self. <laughs> and potato Asha, salad, potato salad, complected. <laughs> well, listen, so, it's cuffing season, and Al looked like he got a lot of money. All right, come through. You see here in the library, I want some of them library coins. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia, get this show started and stop I being Before we go left, because you <laughs> okay. know will take it straight left. This is not a dating show. It's a it's a it's a gossip <laughs> show. You never know what this show's gonna end up being the way things are going. I'm That's just right. That's right. All right, what's, what's everybody sipping on? Let's get to that. What's everybody drinking tonight? Separate drinking wine for me. I got coffee in one cup and I've got uh, lemonade in the other. Lemonade? No, you don't. I mean, vodka lemonade. lemonade. With no alcohol, monkey. Uh, vodka lemonade in it. Vodka. Oh, vodka lemonade. Is it ghetto that I still drink this? Is this ghetto? Ninety-nine cent, or what is it? Is that bad? 
Okay, never mind. Let's get into the show. All right, now, y'all watch part one of the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion. You know that Monique Samuels and her binder of receipts stole the show. Well, Giselle Bryant's ex, Jamal Bryant, felt the need to respond to claims that he's been sleeping around. Let's take a look. You can't bring me receipts if I got the cash register. Mm. Uh, so um, let, let me uh, press the cash register. Yes, um, I dated a young lady in New York. In case you all missed it, I've been divorced for 11 years. Interesting note, real quick. He never once called Monique a liar. He did have a lot to say. What are your thoughts on his videos? And does his response help or hurt him? New birth people. New birth people, y'all got a problem. They can't seem to get nothing fixed over there at New Birth. First, they had Eddie Long messing up the church's money. Now, Jamal Bryan is over there messing up the church's reputation. Let me tell you something. He treated Giselle Bryant like Tina Marie. He left her out on a limb, okay? Never once did he deny that he was with that other woman. Never once did he deny that he said that that relationship was for reality TV. He spent the lion's share of his time trying to discredit that other woman. Tom, by if you're going to read the messages, read them all. But my whole thing is, Jamar Bryant, if you're going to address the messages, address them all. The parts of the messages that were the most important were the fact that you said this relationship is not real. It's for reality TV and never once did he address it. Secondly, he supposed to be a man of the cloth. There was nothing godly about him up there talking about if you got receipts, I got the cash register. Mind you, the binder that he was reading from was upside down. So I don't know if he's dyslexic or dumb. Um, or, or something in the doggone middle. I'm leaning more towards dumb because he probably shouldn't have answered this. He never once addressed the elephant in the room and this did not help his case whatsoever. Lastly, I was not a fan of the veiled threats. And the biggest thing that irked my nerve was you was issuing threats and being messy in the name of the Lord. You know what I'm saying? You went out there, you accused Monique's husband of having CTE. You all but accused him of being violent and volatile. And we all know that CTE is not something you can diagnose until somebody is dead. It takes an autopsy to do that. So you was just messy. You messy in real life. You messy in the pulpit. You messy between all them lady legs, creating all these babies. And now you messy on this dog on TV. It's too much in the name of Jesus. He is fired up today. So, you know, this is my perspective on it, Claudia. Um, I've actually gone to see Jamal Bryant at at, at his uh, at his church. Oh, really? And, you know, he's a Mo- he's a Morehouse grad, Duke University grad. Went and got his doctorate from the University of Oxford. He's a very very smart, intelligent man. He's been described as radical, revolutionary, and innovative. He's definitely anointing, cutting edge. But in this case, like Funky Deneva said, he's messy. Pastors should not preach petty in the pulpit, period. And let me speak in a language he should understand. Proverbs 21st chapter, 23rd verse. He who guards his mouth and his tongue keeps himself from calamity. And if you don't know what calamity means, that means all of his will crumble. So instead of pulling out a binder, you're smarter than that. 
you're you're bigger than that. You're greater than that. You should have pulled out a Bible, in my opinion. That part. And, and let me ask you a question. I know it said about God your mouth, but is there any scripture in there about God and your genitals? Because he has no problem laying it low and spreading it wide all <laughs> over the place. That's the scripture he needs. But listen, we talked about this last week. Remember when we were talking about R. Kelly? How do we separate separate a person's behavior from their anointing, his extraordinary gifts? He happens to be anointed with an extraordinary gift, but he loves to have sex. What's wrong with that? In fact, you know what? Pastors and politics, I need to start dating them. Well, we're out the gate off and running on this show here. (laughs) I'm gonna say this, I can't quote anything in the Bible I barely know one prayer from the Bible, but I live my life in some, I mean, I try to be a good girl, but I will say what I have been noticing as an outsider looking in when it comes to people that really embrace the church, that talk about God all the time and use it as their calling card. And that this is not a, this is actually even about Jamal. This is about in general and some other activity I've been seeing. I find it really funny that the people that want to ram their religion Ram, 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 ram that religion down your throat, all up in your soul and your spine and your innards. A lot of times we live in the most foul, we do right. the most shady, be doing the most raggedy, evil, corrupt things behind people's backs. And then all they do is drop a Bible quote on their Instagram pages and people say, that's a good Christian man or that's a good Christian woman. That's a problem I had when I was living in Atlanta across the board. I'm going to say that and leave it at that. Okay. Switching gears, <laughs> there's an upsetting video that two years old circulated on the internet and it shows questionable police tactics used on a black woman. I don't know if y'all saw this. Social worker Annette Young said she felt violated when male Chicago police officers barged into her home. She was naked. It was about nine of them. They were going to conduct a search warrant, but the cops had, of course, the wrong address. Why does never happen to white people? It always happens to black women. Okay, Uh, once they realized that she wasn't the suspect they were looking for, they took their time letting this woman get dressed. Let's take a look at the footage. In response, you know what, Q, in response to the incident, Young has filed a police a lawsuit against the Chicago Police Department. Now, should there be a national policy against no-knock warrants? Are police body cameras doing enough to keep cops accountable? And what do y'all think about this nonsense? Well, look, I'm going to tell you, when I watched that video, for those of you guys who have seen it, there was one part of the video that upset me the most outside of them leaving this woman nude for so long. It was the part when one of the officers went outside when they realized that they were in the wrong and he turned the body cam off. I definitely think there are some sort of regulations that need to be in place that either say, A, body cam stay on 24 seven, there is no shut off button, or B, if you're in the middle of an active scene situation, you will get fired if you turn your body cam off. What are you turning your body cam off for, number one? Number two, for those people who are uh, don't want body cams, why are you so scared of the public seeing what it is you're doing if you're doing your job properly? And thirdly, as it comes to them coming in there and bamming that lady's door down, I understand the chain of command. I understand that there's a group of officers that showed up to work this day. They had a piece of paper on the desk that said, go to this address, beat the damn door down, and look for this. But the way that woman was 
was kicking and screaming, you would think that human decency would have trumped their desire to ramsack that lady's house looking for whatever it is she was looking for. The way that lady was screaming and shrilling at the top of her lungs, it spoke to something in my soul that said they are in the wrong house. You could just tell by the energy that this woman was giving. She's a, she's a, a social worker of, for 20 something years, 40 something year old woman. There was nothing about the way that woman was hooping and hollering and or maneuvering that suggested she was part of the drug trade, the coochie trade or any other trade down to them damn apartments. Them people was dead ass wrong for at least not letting one officer walk with her to the bedroom and at least watch her put some damn clothes on if they're worrying about her destroying evidence. But y'all just let that woman stand there for what felt like eternity ransacking her stuff it, it just it was just so dehumanizing and wrong and something does need to happen 15 minutes this black woman was naked posing right. no threat with no weapons clearly she had nothing on her because she was naked right. Al, what say you? you listen this is my thing the the city of chicago just can't seem to get it right with their uh with their policing in 2019, there was over a thousand cases of police harm done to people of color because of police, you know, doing the wrong, I mean, just not getting it right. I, I can't imagine why nine armed officers with guns and Billy thing, you know, handcuffs and everything felt the need to, to put her through that for such a long period of time when she's completely naked, she has nothing on, she has nothing in her hand, she's not, She's not coming after them. She's not running towards them. I don't understand why there wasn't someone who had a half of a brain and said, you know what? All right, why don't everybody just calm down? Why don't one of us escort her to her bedroom and make sure she get dressed? Why does she have to sit there and scream and holler before she gets justice? Now, I can imagine, given what happened to Breonna Taylor, that she has to be, has to be terrified, right? And then the thing that really got me the most about this story was the city of Chicago was then going to sue her because she told the, the news stations what happened because they said that she violated a confidentiality order. A confidentiality order when you knocked down her door with nine cops butt naked, hollering, screaming, trying to arrest her. And when they left, they didn't even fix the door back. She they put a damn iron boy down there. Right. They had she had to call someone to come put her door back on so that she could sleep safely through the night. That's ridiculous. The city of Chicago should be ashamed of itself and the police department need to get it together. The same thing with that actor. What's that actor's name? Um, what's his name, everybody that was on? Uh, Justice Smollett. Yes, Justice Smollett. Now, if you can get that type of response when you need it in the city of Chicago, then that's a good thing, but not for that reason. But when you can, when you're being sued for police executing a, a false warrant or the wrong warrant on the wrong address, we got a problem. And Al, you know what? I also want to add the level of negligence and incompetence. The person that they were looking for was on house arrest a couple doors down with a court order tracking device right. around his ankle. So when people say defund the police, we don't mean throw the whole police away, but y'all got to use this, these massive funds y'all get for your budgets to, to implement programs that actually work, to implement policy that actually work, because y'all are effing up. We're going to take a quick break and we got more TGIF when we return.
Welcome back to TGIF. I am joined by Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. Uh, listen, we were talking about that whole case in Chicago, which was disgusting. So I want to just add a couple more stories. Talk a little bit more about this, um, these issues that are happening in our country. Breonna Taylor, I mean, still no justice for her. Her mom is making sure we don't forget her name. Breonna Taylor, her mom, uh, Tamika Palmer, took out a full-page ad in the Washington Post calling for President-elect Joe Biden to open a federal investigation on her death and the other Black people who have died at the hands of police. The ad reads, actions speak louder than words. Uh, it directs people to a website called BidenJusticeDemands.com. The public is encouraged to sign a petition. Do you think this new administration is going to implement the police reform that we need? What do y'all think? I don't know, but this is what I will tell you about Tamika. This is one of those, that's what I'm talking about kind of moments. And let me tell you why. Brianna's family got paid. They didn't get paid a, 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 enough. They only got 12 or $14 million. But look how they're paying that forward. Look how she's putting her money where her mouth is, unlike thousands of other people that we've seen in this space. And with this initiative, she's looking for a change in the criminal and legal, legal and racial justice for all people of color. That's what I'm talking about. So all I got to say right there is thumbs up to Tamika, uh, Breonna Taylor's mom. I'm loving it. All right. OK, now moving on. The end of the year is coming and Eddie Murphy is coming back to America. Yesterday, Amazon Prime released images for the upcoming sequel. What are your thoughts? Have y'all seen the photos? And what is your funniest memory? Like, what's your favorite part of the first original film? I hope y'all mess this up, though. Just let your soul go. <laughs> and you can't, I mean, the opening dance sequence number of coming to America is just one of those you know, big, 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 big moments that everybody remembers. And I'm dying to know if they're going to do that again in the sequel. But I'm going to tell you something, Claudia and Al. I got some reservations, right? Hollywood is at this point now where they've just run out of creative ideas and everything is about the whole revival, reboot, or sequel of some mess that was 20 years ago. I just don't want them to mess up a good thing trying to ride this wave of let's do a sequel. I'm nervous because I'm curious to know how they're going to advance the story 20 something years later with everybody looking like they got one foot in the grave and the other half looking at <laughs> good. Hold on, Q. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You, say, you think they look like they died? <laughs> like they got one foot in the grave and the rest of them look like they half passed. Okay. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm just curious to know how all that's going to work out. But much homage to John Amos and, and, and James Earl Ray. I'm glad they're still with us oh. in 2020 and come get them. But I'm just curious to know how this is going to play out. But listen, now this this I just can't I just can't let you talk about coming to America like that, man. That was that played such a huge influence for me um, back in 1988. Like, in fact, like. If you go back to that clip that we have on James Earl Jones, that is exactly how I looked at my wedding. Like I wore the tails. I had like the medallions, my dad's medallions around my neck. Look, look they how that turned out. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, it turned out well. I look good. Let's get let's not get it twisted. Wait, wait, wait. You know what? You know, you know, we've talked about coming to America. I, I want to talk about Al's wedding. Give us a tea on your wedding night. What what was what what's your favorite? What was your what what, what was the sex like? 
Claudia. <laughs> Wait a minute. Am I being put on the spot? You know I don't talk about my personal business like that, but I will tell you that if anybody was in attendance at that wedding and Donald Trump was in attendance at that wedding, along with you name a, a celebrity or uh, the the Clintons were there. You're not gonna tell us about your. Uh, sex we're not. I'm not gonna tell you about the. I'm not gonna tell you about the sex tonight. But I will. But tell was you it good? Was it good? The Did evening was. The evening was incredible, and anybody that attended has to attest to the fact that every single thing about that wedding was absolutely beautiful and delightful, and it's incomparable. It Q should be. She paid for it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Q, why are you trying to play us and not give us no tea? Right, right. Because you got to pay for that. <laughs> now, Al, we just want to know, you know what? I'm going to put a picture of you that you put us in, in our chat. I'm going to give it to the producers and see if we can get it in the next segment. Uh-oh, so um, you can get messy tonight. That's, I show my, the that's, world. My, that's my only fans page, so, you know, that's what's up. I want to show the world what Star Jones got to experience that night. Okay, speaking of giving it to him, um, because of the quarantine, many of us have put on a lot of weight, except Al Reynolds, because I saw the body type. That's um, good. Yeah, Star Jones, y'all, okay, y'all. On I'm, a drunk night, Al could get it. Next story, go ahead. Yeah, you better go to the next story, Claudia. You, <laughs> you better go to the next story. How would he get but it? But anyway, no, we do have to do this about coming to America. Because oh, no, 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 no. We done with that. No, <laughs> no, no. no, no. You, we, we told you what we want to hear about. You played okay. us. So it's over. We're moving on. Look how okay, red Al's getting right now. I know. Okay. You guys know how to make me turn red. This is <laughs> okay, look. All right, so um, our favorite celebrities have also put on weight, including Lizzo. Her fans are coming after the singer because... She's a paid influencer to promote a smoothie and a weight loss product, you know, because Lizzo's always been a supporter of body positivity. They kind of had an issue with that. Take a look at this video where she talks about why she's repping a diet plan. Girl, people just expect if you are doing something for health, you're doing it for like a dramatic weight loss. And that is not the case. Um, in reality, November stressed me the f out. I drank a lot. I ate a lot of spicy things and things that f my stomach up. And I wanted to reverse it and get back to where I was. Is her campaign sending the wrong message to fans? What do y'all think? I don't think it's sending the wrong message to fans. You know, it, it, it's funny because the media and, and, and the fans have this thing with Lizzo. She's damned if she does. She's damned if she don't. If she don't exercise, she's fat and she's overweight. And why she's trying to make people think that being fat is cool. And then if she try to lose weight, people mad at her because we thought you was happy because you fat and we confused. Here's the thing, right? Body, body positivity, I'm all here for it. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm not buying the I'm happy to be fat thing. I'm just not buying it. I'm not buying it. You know, Monique ran that whole big girl, skinny girl, you skinny thing. That was her comedy shtick for years. She was so happy to be fat and look at her now. I think all things constant, any person on this earth would want the most healthiest slash socially acceptable body that there is. Now, don't get me wrong. I think everybody should love the skin that they're in, but I'm not buying this. I'm just so happy to be fat. I think if Lizzo had two sticks that she could rub together and be a damn <laughs> Sports Illustrated model, her and my ass would do it tomorrow with the quickness. Al, go ahead and say something politically correct. Listen, no, no, no. I, listen, I mean, I just remember Lizzo being the first full figure woman to show her body. 
and not afraid to do that and do it with confidence. And I, 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 I just felt like that's what made her her. That's just what made her uh, different to me in my mind and still be extremely successful. But I'm like, I'm like Funky Dineva in this instance. I also feel like Lizzo, because of her touring schedule, because of her media schedule, she's starting to see what it feels like carrying all that weight around. And she's now thinking, hey, I'm tired when I eat certain things and I have my long, it's hard for me to like bounce back. And so actually getting healthier is probably in her best interest. And that being healthy means that she needs to lose some weight. We have a couple of YouTube comments. Uh, one says, leave Lizzo alone. Another one says, she can be a plus size, but still care about her health. I know people will come for people and say, why y'all thinking that just because someone's heavy, that, that's, that they're unhealthy. There's plenty of very unhealthy, skinny people running around the streets with these little bumps on their mouth. And that is very, very true. I will say this. Lizzo, I think Lizzo, the first my songs of the BT Awards, she came out with that flute and I could not believe how she was moving and, right. and, and like she, her energy. She had dope ass stage presence. When I began, became sad with Lizzo is I felt like she felt she had to do these things, getting online with the thong on, twerking and showing so much. And I felt like I, I didn't buy it either that she was happy. I felt like that was a cry for attention. Like I'm okay, I, like she was trying to convince herself and I watched this uh, interview with David Letterman and her over the weekend, and she's she's dope. She's a dope-ass, entertaining, talented woman. Talented she don't need to do what the Instagram thoughts do. No, I mean, I'm not going to say no shade to the Instagram thoughts. Yes, shade. She doesn't need to do that. She can just get on a flute, on a piano, on an instrument, right. sing a song. She's dope as hell with that. And I felt I feel like when women do that, and not just thick women, skinny women too, when y'all give us an over- um, an overdose of that, it's not secure women that do that. If you secure, you can put on a t-shirt, a baseball hat and be like, I know I'm fine like this. Right, right. You know what I mean? I just wish, I almost wish I was one of her friends so I could tell her like how bad she is without doing all that. Like, yo, start on these with a flute. That's all I'm saying. You know, all it, right, uh, it's weird it, before we move subjects, it's, it's really weird because it's almost as if her weight overshadows her talent. You know what I'm saying? And it's right. funny because I've listened to a lot of heavier girls and they always complain about being portrayed in the media as the joke. I've always got to be the funny fat friend. I've always got to be the butt of the joke. And Lizzo's antics lends itself to a hurtful trope uh, for that community. Uh -huh. you know what I'm it's a joke. You're showing up at Lakers games, squatting. Everyone's laughing at you and not with you. And we could debate later if a skinny girl would have done it, would have been considered sexy versus Lizzo doing it. That's a whole other debate. The reality of the situation is a lot of Lizzo's antics, in my opinion, are done for shock value. Right. Thus, people treat her as a joke. You are super talented. Let your talent lead the way. Be a talented singer slash flute player that happens to be a big girl, not a big girl that happens to know how to play the flute. And, in, and, and to piggyback off that before we go to break, it annoys the hell out of me seeing all, all sizes of women doing that. I am so sick of everyone's go-to move being a twerk. You're just reduced to a twerk. You can sing, you got all this, I'm a bad I got businesses, I own hair companies, I'm on this show, I got this on there. But at the end of the day, you just bend over and shake your ass. And I'm like, congratulations, Peppa. You got an ass. We all have an ass. And I get so sick of women doing this. And call me what you want. Call me approved. I don't care what you call me. I really don't give a damn. I know I'm right. And I, I just think it's, it's, just, it's just like, why are we just like reducing ourselves to a shaking of an ass? And then on the other hand, want to be revealed, at, you know, uh, uh, 
talked about as a queen, as, as, you know, I got this going on. I'm a baddie. You're, are you a baddie? If all your skill, your go-to move is bending over, touching your toes and shaking. Your We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more TGIF when we return. Yeah. I'm gonna leave it alone. We've been busting this chops all show. I'm I know, right? You guys got me turning red. <laughs> but no, seriously, we had we had an we had an incredible time, man. It was really, really a nice time. And no, it, it looks like you did. I saw it on your story, and I'm glad that Tamar is doing a lot better. I re I really oh absolutely, absolutely. I really and I, I like I said, I, it was my first time hanging out with Tamar, and I, I I just feel like such a cut such a kindred soul. We just automatically immediately hit it off. It was like we were family from another family. I don't know, but great mm -hmm. time. All right. Okay, good. All right. Well, happy belated birthday to Nene Leaks also as well. Okay, now uh, TMZ reported that Khloe Kardashian's boyfriend, NBA player, are they back on again? Tristan Thompson was recently spotted having dinner with another woman, but it turns out Thompson had the perfect excuse. He recently relocated to Boston. 508-617 to play the Celtics. And the woman in question was simply his real estate manager. Do you think um, Chloe has a reason to side-eye him again? Or do you think it was a perfectly innocent dinner to discuss real estate? Listen, whether it is or it isn't, whether she have a reason to side-eye him or not, I don't know why the media continues to follow this and people continue to talk about it because OJ daughter don't already let it be known her ass ain't going nowhere. Well, this is what I like. This... I these Kardashians. Hold up, wait, uh, you don't let this that just go. He said, you know, I, was, I was trying, I was trying to move past it, but do, help me understand this one more time. Did you say OJ's daughter? OJ's daughter. So you, 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 you look at her now with her finished face, but you got to go back to that first face. <laughs> you got to go back, you got to go bike, you got to dial it bike to that first face. You know what I'm saying? About six tax returns ago, you got to go back that far. You know what I'm saying? And she gave a, a whole lot of OJ on the left-hand side and a whole bunch of, if it don't fit, you must acquit to the right. You know what I'm saying? So she ain't, listen, she ain't going nowhere. Y'all leave that lady alone about her man and his community penis because she don't already let it be known. She's staying. She's staying. She ain't going nowhere. And you... And you, <laughs> what you gonna do? You gonna cheat on me? <laughs> what you got in that cup tonight, player? What that's you got a, in that cup? That's a little coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just feel like though, for real, in general, them Kardashians got something. They got some something is inside that 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 thing of there. They got chicken exactly. wall. They got something up inside there. They. They're like Evelyn Lozada. Like their shit is like level 11, 12, 13. Like they got the they got everybody coming after them. And they keep they keep a wealthy man of color in them at all times. But but yes, Al, they do, but they also attract a certain type of rich Negro. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. They attract the um, what's the species name? The uh, Thirstosaurus <laughs> Negro. Okay. The Thirstosaurus, the ones that really want some attention, the ones that love reality TV, that love the limelight, that actually, like, they on the Lakers, but they ain't really that popping guy in the Lakers, so they gave it a Kardashian. Like, not to say they're not beautiful, because they are. And I, hey, listen, I've hung out with a couple oh, of them. Man. And well, they actually, say, huh? 
be careful about having a baby with OJ daughter because it might come out looking like an orangutan. Okay, don't get <laughs> you might have went to the and had all this done, but your genetics in your gene pool is gonna look like your first face. Okay, so don't be thinking you finna lay it low and spread it wide with this woman, and you just finna have this baby that's finna come out looking like a Barbie doll or whatever they went down to them people and had them give them a six ninety nine facial special to look like. Your baby gonna come out looking like the first, the first iteration of Chloe and not the second. And if you want to know what the first iteration of Chloe looked like, Google Chloe Kardashian before plastic surgery. <laughs> and that's all you need to know. Let me tell you something. You are not, you out there with low self-esteem, if you with the earshot of my voice, if people call you unattractive and they call you ugly, I'm here to let you know you are not ugly. You broke. <laughs> Okay, there's a difference, baby. Cause a little coin, a little coin, will go a long way. You oh, ain't ugly, like girl. You broke. So <laughs> you're saying, as beautiful as she may look now, you're saying you can't trick God in genetics. That part. That's Darwinism, one on one. Science. Oh, okay. Survival of the weakest. I mean, the strongest, the fittest. Survival of the fittest. The biggest purse. That's what this is. The survival of the biggest purse. That part. We're gonna move on. Um, Tayana Taylor may have caused a stir with the Grammys recently, but now she's back in the headlines with none other than Miss Dionne Warwick. The legendary singer recently took a Twitter saying she wants uh, Taylor to play her in a movie. Check this out. I really gotta know this. If I did a series, would you guys really watch? I want you to be honest now. I remember Dion uh, uh, Warwick got stopped in the airport. Didn't she get caught with on her a long time ago? Look, don't pick a fight with uh, Mother Dion. No, 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 no. I love that about her. Don't you remember when Wendy Williams called her out? Don't you remember when Wendy Williams called her about getting stopped in the airport with that with her blunts? Oh, well, with her, with her cigarettes, she wore Wendy Williams out on that. I love Dion Warwick, number one. Because she's a gangster. She's a gangster. Like, who at 80 is on Twitter? And not only, and she already addressed it. She said, hey, look, ain't nobody running my Twitter. I'm running my Twitter. My niece showed me how to do it, and I'm running my Twitter. Do y'all remember when Dion Warwick um, had that meeting with Suge Knight? Do y'all remember that? That woman is a gangster. Dion Warwick is a broker of all brokers. And I think that's why she is still around and doing her thing like she's been doing this for 60 years that's amazing i think she's still around and doing her thing because the tax bill don't came due you know she did even the best steward of her money and now she out here trying to hustle and panhandle for a, a, a biopic girl ain't nobody reached out to you don't nobody want to hear the story of that fall from grace into broke them we don't want to hear that Okay, now you try to solicit Tiana Taylor and put that spirit on her. Them psychic people didn't tell you didn't nobody want to hear that. Them psychic people didn't tell you your ass was going to go to prison <laughs> not paying the taxes. Them psychic people didn't tell you you was going to go to jail for coming through the airport with that Mary Reefer. But I will say this, Tiana Taylor is very talented. And if there's anybody out there that can play Dion who does have the acting and the vocal chops to do it, and I'm not going to lie, she has an uncanny resemblance to a younger Dion Warwick. I believe Miss Taylor is the one to do it. I was going to throw a disclaimer saying the views expressed by Funky Dineva are not those of the 
Foxo, Foxo, Fox Phillies, Claudia Jordan. Anybody else that writes that check? But, but it's I, the views of the people, honey, because I speak for the people. Oh my God. I want to go on my show one day with me on work. Listen, we got a story about Patty LaBelle defending her adopted son, who is a black gay Republican. We're going to talk all about that right after uh, this break. We come back. TJF. Jesus Christ. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm here with Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds. <laughs> Gary with a T is not with us, but he sends his love. Um, let's just get right into it. Patty LaBelle uh, has us, I don't know she had this adopted son. This is William Bill Holtz. He said he's a Republican. He posted a Twitter response months ago about being a black gay Republican who loves some Donald Trump. Now, regardless of his political views, Miss Patty is supporting him. She said, guess what? I choose my family. I choose my friends. That's shady right there. I love him. Um, she said, but I do hate. Wait, what did she say? Hold on, I'm sorry. She He's said, Republican. I... Guess what? I don't. But I do hate him for having the mind he has. No, I can't. She doesn't hate. Do I hate him for having the mind that he has? No, I don't hate him. Sorry, brain fart. So she loves her son, but she's not, you know, with that Trump shit, but she doesn't hate her son. Uh, would you be as gracious as Miss Patty when it comes to uh, family members supporting Donald Trump? What do y'all think about this? That's got to be tough at Christmas and New Year's and all that, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, look, listen, we can't, we can't expect everybody to be the same. That's number one. Um, you know, I have family members that uh, support Trump. So I, I can only say that I don't support him. And I think they're crazy to support him, given what he has demonstrated you know, in his administration and just kind of the hate that he has spewed and the division that he's caused in the country. The best part about this story that I loved was that she said, now everything's cute until you get my name mixed up in this bull crap. Once you get my name mixed up in this bull crap, you're going to have to go. <laughs> so she was like, you might be a nephew that I adopted, but once you mix me up in that mess, I'm not, you know, this is no fun and games no more. So that, that to me was, was very interesting. That's why I'm against adoption. You don't know what you're going to get when they grow up. I mean, he's actually <laughs> her nephew. He's her nephew that, that she adopted. adopted. His son. So That's he's right. in a family with or without the adoption papers. Right. What do you think about this, Kim? As I much mean, as Donald Trump's been against Black people and the LGBTQ community, I'm like, it's, I just find it odd to support this man. You know, I support what Patty said. You know, you can't stop you can't stop loving somebody because of their political views. You just have to love them where they are. Um, you know, I mean, we can go down this rabbit hole of self-hate. What vacuum do you live in? How can you be Patty LaBelle's right. and, 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 and turn out like this? But that, that's a whole nother issue. And, and we would need Iyanla Vanzant as our special guest to help us dissect that. Um, you know, let him have at it, you know, until a police officer pull his ass over. And then we'll see uh, if he's still talking about Trump and all the rest of that stuff. I mean, but I support her for supporting him. What can you do? You, you you have to love your family. You know, one thing my father told me when I came out of the closet, he was like, you didn't even have to tell me this. He said, you my son, whether you are a serial killer or not, I still got to love you. Right. And so, Shout out to Patty for being so uh, evolved and to be to have so much grace, because I'm sure, she, like she said, don't mix my name up with that. She's not, she's clearly not a fan of Trump, but she's not going to hate someone that is, and I think that's dope. Uh, K. Michelle is in the headlines this week. The R&B singer says she's filing a lawsuit against old school rapper Mano. According to Boston during an interview, Mano said K. Michelle's vagina 
had a smell after a sexual encounter. Kay Michelle is saying that Mado is the only one being fouled and he's using her as a talking point to get publicity. What do y'all think about this? And damn, Mado, Kay Michelle, this is... Why guys be acting like their balls don't smell sometimes? Guys' balls be smelling too sometimes, don't they? Who wanna speak on it first, anybody? Don't leave me out here. So I wanna know, I wanna know what piece of your soul does this hit to make you call a lawyer and find out what your legal rights are as it relates to this? Exactly. Quite frankly, it feels so petty to me. I would be too embarrassed to even go in front of a judge. Uh, defendant, what are you here for? Yes, Your Honor, I'm here because this Negro keep getting in the blogs and saying my stink and I want him to stop. I mean, how does that work? You know what I'm saying? I think you, 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 the, the, the thing that's bothering me, and God, I don't want Kay to cuss me out, because you know Kay is good for cussing the bitch out down to the social media. Kay, if you're going to cuss me out, call me, because you do got my number. But I want to know, you know, what about him saying this is making you want to go to the court? Like, was it true in that instance and you're mad? Because this is hitting you somewhere at a place to make you want to take legal action. Well, or is it that he keeps repeating it on interview after interview? Right. Like, I don't I don't think this has anything to do with just Mano specifically. I think that this isn't the first guy that has shared that there was a little bit of a stench, if you would, that rose out, you know, when they were in dealings. And I think what she's trying to do is say, listen, everybody, if you're going to keep talking about the stench that's coming out of here, I'm going to sue you. That's how that's how I view it, because this isn't the first guy that's that's had that has said that K. Michelle, you know, has an odor or whatever. I love Kay Michelle. My my question to to me is like, and Claudia, I got to ask you this. I mean, do do you smell it? Like, can you smell yourself? Like, or you know, because we we all have friends that you know may have an odor of some sort, and even though they are our friends, and we may have even talked to them about it, there still is an odor there. So it's like, do they smell themselves? Or are they immune to the odor? Or like, I just need somebody to answer what's going on. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, let, let me answer you real quick. Um, anybody, any woman can have an odor from a, a variety of things that are of no fault of her own. A diet high in sugar, using cheap soap, using soap that doesn't agree with your pH level. That doesn't mean you were dirty, a stank, a funky. He could have caught you after you done use soap that wasn't agreeing with your, your, your body chemistry. Now, I will say anyone can get caught slipping. And yes, you do, you can tell when it happened. So, I mean, during that time, you would address that and like maybe not have relations. But my thing is this, I got to stand up for the ladies on this. Even if it was true, how many times do we hear how horrible women are when they shame a guy for having a small penis or more often than not one that doesn't even get to be erect. My thing is this, if you was with her and you were intimate with her, you probably liked her at some time, at some point. And, 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 and it don't even have to be true anymore. And I, I feel her on suing because I have people put rumors about me. And it's like, once a rumor is out about you, it's so easy for people to run with it and always hit you with that same rumor and say, well, I heard why well, I heard. And then it becomes fact. It becomes the truth, uh -huh. right? The truth. Uh -huh. Because so many people have heard it. So I'm not mad at her for putting a stop to it because I wish I would have put a stop to some things said about me years ago. And I didn't thinking smarter minds will prevail. And they didn't. So they yeah. I hear you, Q. It would be embarrassed to go before the court and say, but at the other, uh, at the other end of the spectrum, if you if that's you and someone's constantly lying on your vagina, 
you know, that's your reputation. People may not want to rock with you once they hear this because that's a rumor that's, you know, that's hard to shake. Well, I don't know, Claudia. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying what you're telling me right now because we're we're talking about we're talking about spending thousands of dollars. Like like something has hit a core in there with her where she feels like, okay, I'm gonna spend thousands of dollars. I'm gonna get legal representation to stop people spreading rumors about how my how my would y'all would y'all okay. She I should. would rather you spend thousands of dollars correcting the problem. Oh, then, it can be true, though. Then, what if it ain't true? Men lie every day, B. They lie every day on people's vaginas. This oh, isn't huh? about a lie. This is, I'm telling you, it, like... Have you, you been okay? Been, no, I'm just saying, you, you, you either smell it or you don't. All I'm saying is, why spend thousands of dollars to fight somebody legally when you can spend a couple of hundred dollars and correct the problem? My thing is this, Al Reynolds, maybe there is no problem, and that's a way, an easy jab that a guy can get at a woman that no, no I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Well, I'm going to tell y'all what the problem don't is. I don't buy it. I know Kay Michelle good enough to know that all three of us is going to get good and cussed out. Uh, I by, defended her. By, no, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not talking bad about her. All I'm saying is, if there's a problem, the sheer I, fact that we covered this story, she's going to lay all our the rest. Can we move on to the next because I don't want this. Okay, hey, Michelle, sue him. Mano, you cool? I'm cool with you when I see you, but I think, think these kind of stories are whack as, as hell and y'all need to stop because if women get to talking about all the whack we see out there in these streets, wait, that sounds like a lot. If we get to talking about the okay, whack so Let's go ahead. Let's do it. You got one you want to talk about? But I will say this. I will say this. A lot of the guys that go around saying these women will stink, it didn't keep you from deep diving. That part. We're going to take a quick break and we got a couple more minutes of this goddamn show, this messy show. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, I had your back, by the way. Nobody did not have her. We about to be cussed up by everybody on I Monday. <laughs> Dion Warwick, K. Hey, Michelle, uh, Chloe you. Kardashian. Wall, Brian. <laughs> I love I love Dion. Who's she gonna take why, her? Why after people talk, they go. Why after everybody talk, they go. But I love that person. But I love that person. Why? It's so fake. Oh. I just don't want her to take out the name on Twitter. That's all. Oh, are we back? Oh, she. We're back. We're back. We're live. Oh, welcome okay. back. Oh, okay, what are we talking about? Dion Ward cussing your ass out on Twitter. I, listen, I, I defended Dion Ward. She's a gangster. I love her. Sing a okay, song. Okay, speaking of gangster. T.I. is using his daddy-daughter time to make sure his little girls stay on the right track. During a recent podcast chat with 21 Savage, T.I. breaks down his definition of thought prevention hours. Let's take a look at this. On the daddy-daughter dances and you're taking them on trips with just you and her, those are thought prevention hours. What do y'all think about that? Do you think spent a father spending time with his daughter, taking her on trips and stuff, there's a thought prevention hours. And I think his point was keeping his daughter off the pole so he spends quality time with his daughter. Well, listen, I mean, spending quality time with somebody is not going to keep them on or off the pole. I mean, it may be a small factor. Here's the thing that bothers me, right? Like, let's not pretend like T.I. does not have a very long history of entertaining thoughts, right? 
all up and down the streets, all on top of Tiny. It baffles me how guys like T.I. specialize in thoughts, but then don't want their daughters to become them. So you don't mind reaping the benefit of somebody else's daughter being a thought, but you don't want yours to be one. And at the end of the day, in 2020, as we move forward and women get more liberated in sexuality, I'm going to need a woman to define to me what a thought is and for men to stop policing women's sexuality with this whole notion of a woman needs to be virtuous and not have multiple sexual partners all the while they're running out and got 40, 50, 60 sexual partners. Newsflash, mathematically, in order for you to have 40 and 50 and 60 sexual partners, you got to be sleeping with somebody unless you're sleeping with men. So it's unrealistic for you to be out there sleeping with everybody, but then expect a woman to only sleep with one or two people, your daughters in Included, I you know straight men just baffle me. They really. I, I, I got it. I got. I'm on the other side of the of the table on this one. I actually have always admired uh, Ti in his parenting, and I've always admired him having this level uh, uh, for his daughter, and that's his stepdaughter, correct? That's not his. That's not his biological daughter, right? I think it's his stepdaughter. I, I kind of always admired the fact that he was old school and he had these kind of of these rules. Remember, they went to the doctor together, those types of things. But the, the only thing that just kind of hits me a little bit left is, didn't she have a child out of wedlock? Didn't she get pregnant and have well, a he's child? Got other, he's got other daughters. He's got huh? other daughters. He's got other daughters. Oh, he's got other daughters? Okay, yeah. but th doesn't he have a daughter that had a child out of wedlock? With yeah, but she, Zanique is good and grown. She's in her 20s. Oh, yeah, she's like older. Okay. Um. Well... Uh, we have a minute left and listen, like, um, fellas, that was, that was a mess. <laughs> it was a great show, but it was still a mess. It was, it was good and messy. It was some good, strong tea. Um, I think maybe at the end of our show, should we start apologizing to people we may have offended? Oh yeah, that might be a good idea, but I didn't offend. I don't think I offended anybody tonight. No, I don't make the news. I just report it. Okay. Well, this, I think this show, this show, this show is kind of like, uh, like Pastor Jamal Bryant, who we started with. We're radical, revolutionary, innovative, anointed, cutting edge, and messy. <laughs> On that note, I want to wish everybody a happy holiday. We will be gone for the Christmas and New Year's holiday. Unfortunately, if the fellas agree, maybe we can hop on a Zoom or something and put something out. If y'all have time, if 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 Daniva ain't on a boat being a rich white woman, if Alan out here making these OnlyFans uh, dirty ass pitches, uh, we'll figure it out. But if not, we will see you on the other side of 2020 and 2021. And I just want to say, oh, oh, welcome to the Foxo family. It is official. TGIF has been officially picked up. It is now part of the family on a longer commitment. So I appreciate you guys for being here and for, for making this show a hit. Y'all are amazing. Thank you. So, Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night.